0: thank you for doing this let's start all right okay we're gonna have so much fun uh so for the shift listeners this is mick thomas you've been living in america for how long
1: he's now 20 years now
0: 20 years oh my god
1: almost 20, yeah
0: and um so obviously for the listeners you are a comedian here uh you also have your own podcast called cheaper than therapy what do you talk That's about it. on that
1: It's really kind of I use it almost like an open mic, and it's me ranting about what happened to me during the week. And uh, see, when I when I'm on stage, it's like I I kind of do long winded material, and uh, long winded sounded terrible. (laughs) just long-winded boring (laughs) shit no it's not it's not set up punch or anything like that it's kind of stories and I I find that I I obviously want to trim the fat and get as much out as possible so I'll just talk about whatever happened to me and if I find something in there sometimes a lot like 80% of it is going to be nothing in there that I can use on stage but every once in a while I'll get something I can kind of run with it uh so it's me ranting for a week or if I saw something on 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 the news or something but it's just me by myself just bullshitting for 20 minutes uh that's usually how long it is and that's all that's what it is
0: yeah i do like a solo podcast on my patreon but i just i used to do it every week and now i just do it twice a month but i really can talk for forever like i was doing like hour episodes and i was like jesus i could just talk to a wall i don't need anybody else to respond
1: great though (laughs) they really are great because you could be like i could be doing a bit on stage like we we just adopted a dog there he's around he barks all the time and um you know, and I was trying to talk about the difference between how Irish people treat dogs and how Americans treat their dogs. Like, because we, as I, in Ireland, we treat them like fucking dogs. Yeah. Like, Americans, they're like an, a child. And so if I'm telling this sto- long thing about, if I was doing it on stage, talking about the dog, and then I'll, like... If I, if a minute goes by, which is a lifetime for not getting a laugh on stage. So if a minute's gone by, I didn't get a laugh. I could easily just pull the cord and move on to the next bit. But talking just to myself, I have no choice but to see the story all the way to the end because I don't get feedback until it gets published. People, I liked that. I didn't like that. That was shite. That was great. Or, you know, whatever it is. So you kind of have to see it through because you're not getting instant reaction. So I, I, that's what I love about it
0: yeah and you can also just tell the story it doesn't have the pressure of uh it having to be funny every 15 yeah. seconds and then find the funny afterwards yeah that's what I've loved about the uh the the patron uh are doing solo podcasts but I completely agree with you as well I have a, a joke about my dad shooting my cat and I just love telling it in New York <laughs> because it just shows the difference because to him he was doing the cat a kindness but to hear they're like They they are much more comfortable with people being shot than animals sometimes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's I I had a I have a story about like my daughter. And this is coming from, again, Ireland and what we do with animals and what's humane. And and the rabbit like I woke up in the morning, the the rabbit's head was twisted around. And the vet said, look, it's either an ear infection or he had a stroke. Either way, he's in tremendous pain. He goes, you should Mm -hmm. put it down. And he said, if you bring it down here, I'll do it. And they were like, like two hundred and fifty dollars, I think, to put it down. And we had a big, at the time, we're in a different house. And we had a huge pond in the yard. And I just put it in a pillowcase. And <laughs> you know what I mean? And it sounds horrible. But it's, you know, I, I don't have $250 to just spare yeah. on, a, on a, you know. And so Ooh. it's just, whoop. And Americans cannot get past that story. It's just like I'm a monster to them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Wild because I know there's two, there's a couple, two comedians at New York Comedy Club. And well, sorry, one of them's not a comedian. Uh, she works there, but she's like a comedic actress. But they were telling me like their cat, they'd only had this cat for a year and then they, uh, it got, it, oh, it swallowed a string or something. But anyway, it cost like eight grand or something oh, fuck that. to get it fixed. And I was like, oh, so you didn't, you didn't just let it die. And they were like, no, 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 like this cat is like, I- I'm sorry. I mean, if I, ha- I don't even have eight grand to pay for my boyfriend to get better. <laughs> I'm not like, yeah, Jeez.
1: Jesus, my son fell off the bike and broke his arm and we run to the hospital. We're like, yeah, and they're like almost four grand. We've we've insurance as well. I was like, yeah, it's almost four grand. I was like, does he need both arms? Like, yeah. let's be honest. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, fuck off.
0: <laughs> no, it's crazy. Yeah. Someone else as well told me, I've heard a couple of stories with cats Um, someone, the cat. Needed to get his tooth removed and it costs like thousands and I'm like I should that's ridiculous that's why your vet's even checking their teeth that I don't trust this country so much I will only use immigrant doctors, right. uh, yeah because our immigrant dentists because immigrants won't like they're not the mentality isn't to like sell you extra I'm afraid if I go to an American dentists they'll be like oh this tooth needs removed this needs input you know because they're trying to make money off the health insurance whereas of I'd- course yeah are
1: of course they are like I I remember even growing up in Ireland and I, I had honest to god like anybody who knew me i had the worst teeth they were i looked like the predator like they just came in at every angle and you would go i would go to be mad like listen can i get me fucking teeth fixed and you would go into the dentist like all right we'll see what the dentist says so we went down to the dentist and i was only like 12 13 at the time maybe and the dentist was like well what's after happening is you have too many teeth in your head so they're obviously going to grow in different directions so he was like like, but we're not going to pull. Why would we pull a healthy bone out of your head just so you look good? Like, it's not hurting you in any way. Like, you, like the girls won't go near you. That's fine. But like. Great protection. Because it's a healthy, yeah, because it's a healthy bone. Why are we pulling that from your head? But you come to America like, oh, we must fix that smile of yours. Let's just lob five or six teeth out.
0: Yeah. Here they'd rather you look good than, than- yeah." Yeah, I know. A hundred percent. Oh God. I'm just so glad that gaps came back into fashion. Cause I remember when I was younger, I just didn't want to get braces. And I was like, oh, I don't really care. And then, and then I like everybody over here is like beautiful straight teeth, but like in the last few years, gaps have come back into fashion. I'm like, I didn't know, but I was like setting trends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People going home, sticking like popcorn in their teeth just to whiten it.
0: Yeah. I remember there was that. I remember there's that rumor in Ireland that if you have a gap in your teeth, you must be a good singer. And like I haven't got a note in my head, so that always annoyed me because people I didn't like. Didn't hear oh. that
1: one, but I. You know what though? It does kind of ring a bell about something and a gap in your teeth. I don't know because I think Madonna had it, right?
0: Oh yeah, Madonna that's has has a gap
1: in her head, and I think that's maybe where it came a gap from. Gap
0: in her head.
1: Whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> You know I mean. Oh
0: God! Stop! No, it's funny as well because with the animals, I was just saying to my friends. Um, we're in like a group chat here, and they're like American or immigrants, but they all have a few of them have cats, and they're all indoor cats. So they were just like posting about their their cats never leave or whatever. And I was like, my cat at home is like the mayor of the town. He's outside yeah. the whole time. He's saying hello to all the different neighbors. And then I got this message from this woman who lives close to me, and she knows me from the podcast like I I never met her before um and I don't know like she didn't live there when I was living there if that makes sense but I remember like being home in Ireland and her being like oh my god I listened to the podcast and my dad was like laughing he was like that's so random and then I got a message from her today being like is this your cat on my wall and she lives like a mile down the road (laughs) and I was like that's my fucking cat I was just saying he does this shit
1: (laughs) yeah we, we have a cat there. I mean, and, and I was telling them here, like, oh, we want to get a dog. I said, Look, if you get a dog, you, the cat's gone. And like, you're going to get rid of the cat. I said, no, the cat is just going to leave. It's going to <laughs> pack its shit and move out. And the dog showed up. The cat left. And now the cat shows up every morning. I get up at, at five and I go and I sit on the steps in the morning just before everyone else and the chaos breaks out. And I'll sit there and the cat comes up and I feed him. I sit and I talk to the cat. But he pissed off since the dog arrived. Yeah. And that's, that's it.
0: Yeah, no. Cat, I think they have to be like maybe small kittens and small dogs, maybe for them. Or I don't know. They're different in America though. You'll see all these TikToks of the cat and the dog and the bird, and they're all sleeping together. Yeah. But I'm. I it's it is freaky how domesticated they are here compared to home. Like it's a different level. Um, but my cat is so funny because when I went home, my dad was complaining because I left him with my dad uh, to move over here, and he was like, "This fucking cat doesn't even kill mice. Like he's useless." Yeah. And useful. then. The next day, in front of me, he jumped into our bin in the kitchen and pulled out a mouse and ate it whole. And I was like, "This cat is fucking gaslighting my dad." <laughs> <laughs> like, what he junk?
1: just comes up, he's like, "Tell him to fuck off."
0: Yeah, yeah, And I was on a podcast, a different podcast I used to do, and I was like, "I'm so sorry, hold on one second, my cat is eating a mouse." And they were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he was getting it on like he was getting it on audio proof as well. <laughs> Well, it's yeah. funny, when, I, when
1: I talk about this this new bit on stage and about the dog, like, I, I'll ask who's from another country. And it's so funny that you'll get, you know, obviously in New York, you'll get five maybe, you know, pockets of people, um, and they will all agree with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you kind of have to get, like, listen, it's not just, I'm not just an arsehole up here. The other people, like someone from Brazil, someone from Thailand, it was like Russia, and they're all like, yeah, we fucking... Because I, I remember watching uh like those horror films I remember like at the end like the house is being sucked into hell and and like and, and, and all the families you finally get out and they escape and they get in the car and one of the kids goes where's Benji and I just remember going well that's what happens to Benji I suppose <laughs> good luck I Benji
0: can drive yeah
1: the dad just unhooks his seatbelt and he runs back in I'm like get a fucking new dog next week what's wrong with you like I know it. yeah it's an American thing
0: but yeah but it's also like I don't know Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but it is an American thing to, I'm going to regret saying this, but like to because they'll they'll be taking care of dogs, right? Like to the Mm -hmm. utmost standard. But Maybe themselves not be able to afford to like get themselves a good doctor or like or there's like homeless people so much in the street here and then a dog walks by with like a fancy pair of shoes on and it's just a strange (laughs) it doesn't make sense to me. I remember when I first and this is like an old bit I had one of my first jokes was about this but I'm not gonna do the bit but it's like a true story where I should probably anyway I was working at Bear Burger. Do you know Bear Burger? I don't know. Okay, it's this weird organic restaurant like it's like all the burgers have like smiley in, pictures in, in, in on it yeah okay. yeah it's meant to be kind of like to make feel people feel better about eating meat because it's like a like a am happy to die type of place and it's right, very right. yeah very strange hey, here's
1: pictures of the cow riding yeah. a roller coaster at six flags <laughs>
0: no, so, swear to god they would have this like you'd have like this thing you'd have to learn off and it'd be like you need to like literally showing you like how to smile at the customers and this is my first restaurant oh. over, over here so I couldn't get over that and like a script and what to say and oh and they would want you to sit down by the customer when you're taking their order which I refused to I was like I just can't do that I was like that's yeah, against yeah. my culture
1: <laughs> creepy let me eat my dinner in peace
0: yeah 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 fuck off ew so then um they'd uh oh yeah they had this thing called temple Grattan theory which is like this doctor she's autistic and she said that she feels the way cows do because she doesn't like when people are touching her or near her so she made up this system so the cows like walk in a circle and it makes their meat not as um uh the opposite word for tender it makes their meat tender i guess yeah because they're not it's not gamey because they're not scared when they die but we would have to learn all this and tell people and i'm kind of like oh this is gonna be far
1: i think that's shit too like how does the meat change well like you know what (laughs) i mean Like if you have a normal healthy cow and if you sneak up behind it, boo! Oh, you've just ruined the fucking steaks now. (laughs) Like it's
0: not. This steak tastes spooky. (laughs) This guy was spooked for sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're taking a bite of mm, fear of heights.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's not. It's so true. And then I, I remember I was working this is one of the first shifts I worked and they had like vegan carrot cakes and they were fifteen dollars. So that was like twice what I was making hourly. And um this lady came in and she sat her dog up at the table, which again was like shocking horror to me, because just off yeah. the bloody plane from Ireland and we would never animals would never be allowed in. No. And sat up at the table and she ordered him a vegan carrot cake, vegan, and asked me to put a candle in it for his birthday. And I then asked been. me to sing happy birthday to the doc.
1: Yeah, I would. I, oh, I would. That would have been the first mass shooting I'd ever experienced. And I would have been the one to done it.
0: <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Here's this dog eating a cake twice the amount of my early wage, and expect me to sing. But it was just wild. It's like a. Oh, it's just a different world. I even found that when I because I first moved over, I lived in Greenwich and I was working at a country club there and I've never seen, like in Ireland, it's not possible to be that level of wealthy. Yeah. And it's I just what insane what they need for their identity. Like they, the amount of stuff they need and and the delusions and they're in this like little bubble. They had a server for every table. I mean, you'd get in trouble if they had to fill their own water. That type of like, it's ridiculous. That's And they don't and they also don't tip. So they pay you all like a set wage, which I didn't realize at the time. Then when I moved up to New York, I was like, fuck, I was getting totally ripped off. I'm making yeah. way more money up here by getting tipped.
1: It's cra- it's crazy, man. But yeah, the, the stuff they need, like just to feel, you know, and, and they'll, like, say they'll put their animals into it. Like the animals get... You know they bring them into play at, like the bank like that's the weird i used to work in a bank i'm like and i remember i'd be standing there whatever and like someone walking with a dog and i'm like there's nobody else see the dog who's gonna say it? do you want me to say something there's a dog at the bank <laughs> You know what I mean? and everyone's hey, look, like no, he's, no, trying,
0: he's trying to get alone okay he needs new it's shoes something like that
1: <laughs> or my, my favorite part is when americans they talk for their dog do you know what I mean? Like they come into the bank and they're like, Oh, he's like, I don't know what to do with all this money. Like, no, he's not. Your dog doesn't understand finances. He, you just dragged him out of the car.
0: Yeah, no, I I also think the whole and you see this on TikTok a lot, and it is Americans usually doing it, or you see it walking down the street and they're like, you know, like, mommy, and they're talking to the <laughs> yes. dog. It's like it's not your kid, you didn't give birth to that dog. And if you did, then you should go to jail. Like, that's like yeah, exactly. It's the oh, <laughs> <"Mommy.">
1: <laughs> My favorite one is is. We don't deserve dogs. No, we do. We, we, like, <laughs> why, why don't we deserve them? What like, you fucking idiots.
0: I seen one, I saw one yesterday and it was like, God, sorry. I feel bad now, but I get really, I get so cringed by some of these TikToks, but it was someone and they're obviously sad. So I'm sorry that they're sad, but they posted on TikTok. Like was, not sad. It, I know. Right. Well, they're they looking posted- for
1: attention. Sorry. They're looking for attention.
0: I know. And we're all sad, like at some levels, but like he, he, he posted this TikTok saying or she, I don't know what I didn't even listen. I just read the words, but it was like was crying, going, having a hard time going through a, a rough patch. And then sure. the cat walked up to me and and then it just goes and the cat he's petting the random cat. And then he goes, we don't deserve cats. And I was like, I yeah. hope the fucking cat bit him afterwards. The cat
1: was hungry, you fucking <laughs> idiot. You know what I mean? The cat didn't sense. Do you know what I mean? And those crying people on TikTok. And they, do you know you know what it's like to send a TikTok? You have to set your phone up. You have to go into the app. So what? Are you just crying? And you know what I mean? You got to go in. You got to get into the app. You, you got to retake
0: about four well.
1: And as soon as you go in, right? The, oh, look at that girl is, is twerking at the gym. Right? So you're going to so see. Then you got to be crying and you got to record and you have to put your at words in. You're full of shit. You're full yeah. of shit. And for, and for these people, like I, I saw something on TikTok as well about this cat. And this is the difference in cats, like why I, why I don't like them. I don't hate any animals. I just don't, they're sneaky. Like they're, they there's use you, they play the game. Like meow. Did you know that cats don't meow anywhere else in the world? They only do it just for humans. Cause we're fucking idiots. And we realize yeah. that it's cute. So that's like, so they're, they're manipulating bastards. So like there's one thing so of this great. girl, and she, she was, she was doing her farewell, her farewell spe- speech online. Cause why not do it online? And she just, and then all of a sudden the cat came up and crawled on her lap. And then she didn't kill herself anymore.
0: Oh, it was um, a kill herself story. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. I thought farewell. Like she was moving country. I'm such an idiot. Oh. And <laughs> would have been like, see you later. <laughs> oh, so we're talking about the same one then.
1: And I, <laughs> yeah, no, she was going to offer herself. No, I didn't and, see it, uh,
0: but I'm just from what you said. I don't think I would have realized. Okay, God, no, that's she, awful. She was,
1: yeah, she was going to offer herself. But I just remember I said to my wife, I was like, you know what? Our fucking cat would just like drag a gun onto the table. And be like, here, use that. Like they're fucking evil.
0: My cats made. I have a ton of. I have a ton of uh, bits about like dogs versus cats and stuff because sure. I just love the whole argument. I think in America it's as fucking like getting political. <laughs> yeah, it's as polarizing as abortion. So I have a ton yeah. of abortion <laughs> jokes, and then I go into dog versus cats, and it's so funny they they react more about the dogs versus cats. But I, I'm I'm more of a cat person, so that's like a fun stance to take because that's the rarity so I've all these bits to sell people on cats but my cat at home the one I left with my dad so I had him from a kitten and it was funny because my I've always wanted a black cat and I was living with my ex-boyfriend at the time and my two best friends text him saying we're gonna get Katie a cat for her birthday and I grew up with cats like and I mean cats are like always like a comfort in my house and my house was super crazy like you know but sure. these cats were like great let's say so uh, and one of them would walk me to school and be waiting for me after school so like I didn't know what it is with me my stepmom was like I don't know I think you've like weird pheromones or something that they smell because it is strange like cats will walk up on the street at me but um uh the so she went to get this uh, black cat. So my boyfriend said no, no cats, and they were like, "Fuck him, we're getting our cat." And so they went anyway. And it was a Polish man, and he he said in broken English, "The only cat that's not for sale is this black cat that he wanted to keep." And my cousin is like, "She doesn't give a fuck about anything," and she was like, "All right, cool." So the black cat is the one for sale, and she took the cat and left the money and walked out. And the guy was just probably like, probably like Cordova, you know. <laughs> but so, um, she did, they get the cat. My boyfriend's at the time so pissed off about it. And one night we were fighting, where he was accusing me of like cheating on him, which I didn't do. He did this all the time. He was he was a piece of shit, but he pushed me up against the wall and my cat, you know, scared at him or whatever and then moved over yeah. to his side of the bed and did a big shit. So <laughs> he's super loyal. And I love that as well. I love that about cats. Very stem. Amber Heard. Like yeah, like- yeah, that's, I, that's the joke. The joke I oh, say really? is... Yeah, oh, I, go, I go. I go. My my cat was the first Amber heard oh, that's because funny. because I had the joke for ages and I had a different punchline and then this fucking ha- Amber Heard comes out and starts shitting on beds and I was like, oh. and then I'm telling it on stage. I know the whole time that's what people are thinking, so I had to edit my joke because of this fucking Amber Heard lady. <laughs> <laughs> I was so pissed off, but but I've edited to include her just because they're already thinking about it. But then what was great about this cat is. I would call him when I'm at home and when I come home from work and he would meow the whole way to like let me know he's coming. And then so I drop him off in my dad's and two years I couldn't get home because I was like figuring out my visas and stuff. And then I get home and my dad was like, he was, my dad said he was pretty pissed off to be like down there. Like he didn't talk to anybody, not that he talks, but you know what I mean? He didn't come up to the house for like a
1: month.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's like fucking left here, abandoned. But then he got used to it now and now he's like, you know, going around talking to all the neighbors and stuff. But when I came home after two years, Years, I called his name and he came out of the field and meowed all the way up and jumped into my arms. And my dad was like, I've never seen that before. That's and now every time I go home, I do it and he comes up. So dad I was know... like, I don't even
1: love you that much.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's like, I didn't even, I wasn't even going to pick you up from the airport. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here don't tell
1: you the bus change it's no longer the 52 it's the 55
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so i yeah, So i love cats but i can see how other people have horror stories like i knew a vet in dublin who got his eye ripped out from a cat so there's two sides to it for sure but yeah that's my right. pro cat story <laughs>
1: Yeah, again, I just, I don't, I don't think they're great um, at all. I don't think like, them, he but... just
0: wants to eat you. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: see them. Like, I, don't, I, I just love all animals. I just, like, I just p- think people go too far and don't treat them as animals. That's, yeah. that's where I, that's where I draw the line. You know, that kind of craziness. No, I mean actually... like, you know, like, when I go on stage and I'll talk about, like, my, I go, my dad died two years ago of cancer. I'll say on stage, right, and the room will go silent. And then I go about a week later, my mother sat down with the dog and she said to the dog, his dog of 15 years, he said to the dog, she said to the dog, look at Danny is gone, blah, 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 blah. And the dog started to cry. Right. And the whole audience goes, oh, I go, yeah. But when I said my dad died, nobody gave a fuck. But the second that the dog died, everyone is like crying because because my dog died like the night my mother told told that my dad died. The dog died like that night. Jesus. And everyone's like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, but how about the man that raised me? Like he's gone, <laughs> died of cancer, you know, five siblings, like all of us gone. Like, you know what I mean? The man who provided for us, who gave up all his dreams of being in a band probably just because we came along. And you couldn't give a fuck about, but as soon as I mentioned the dog die, and they're like, "Oh, passing tissues around."
0: Yeah, it must. No, it's true. <laughs> they have much, much more empathy for mm. for animals then. And it's funny because it's all like levels of hypocrisy too, as well. Because they have more empathy for a dog, but then they're like shit on a vegan, and I'm like, I get that, but it's also like. I don't know. You're not that much better than a vegan either. And then you're kind of hypocritical because you're treating this animal like it's your baby, but then you're like giving it. I don't know. There's lots of levels to it. I do feel now I'm not a vegan and I'll never be it. But I also am not like, repl- you know, having dogs as replacing babies. So.
1: Yeah, I just think people are on the whole full of shit. Most of the people <laughs> are full of shit. And they don't like even with vegans, right? Like if you want to, like I was a pescatarian for about four years and that was a health choice. It wasn't out of, Cruelty and all that is like I would eat a lot of fish. Um, because I was back fighting again and I just found that I could keep my weight down easier by staying away from meat. Now I I just eat I eat meat, I love meat. Um but like if you talk to a vegan, if you're they're doing it for health reasons, then whatever they want to do. But like if it's for the cruelty of the animal, what they don't realize is that more animals die in farming, when they're getting the food for the vegans than they do by killing animals. Like, cause you have these fields that are being ripped apart by combine harvesters. All the animals have to move into different fields and they're getting killed, mice, moles. So what level of animal do you give a shit about? Like, cause they're gone. Snakes, they're gone. Like all these animals that live in these fields that you're farming are all, like thousands are gone. So you could have your fucking, I don't know, fucking potato sandwich or whatever the fuck mm. you're eating. That sounds disgusting, a yeah. <laughs> potato sandwich.
0: Well, <laughs> it's true. I never even thought about it that like, way. I mean,
1: they don't look that up. Like, I'm talking about millions of animals die from farming. Not intentional. It's just the way it goes. Like, all these animals mm-hmm. who are living amongst those crops are now gone. They've no place to go. They are just, just just get mowed right over. And they're like, yeah, but it's cruel to an animals. Well, you're killing them for your fucking corn.
0: Yeah. And then there were things as well about the i can't remember it was one of the milks but it was like really bad because the certain area they were like farming the milk or something i don't know now i i I have it in my head but i can't figure out what the right words of it are but it was like (laughs) yeah it was like fucking up the environment somehow but i can't remember it was was like soya milk which i i drink non-dairy milk just because the milk here hurts my stomach again it's not it's not for the feeling of the cow but like um I the soya milk has hormones in it, which you don't know about. So I think that's the other thing as well with the vegans. There's like a lot that they don't know because it's still new. And then like my boobs, because my okay my boobs grew when I came over here and I was drinking the milk. So there's definitely hormones in the milk. And then I stopped it and they shrunk okay so and then and then I started drinking soy milk and my skin broke out I got like cystic acne and my boobs grew again and then someone told me oh they're like hormones and soy milk is actually very bad for you so then I quit that and then they shrunk and my skin got better I've had a roller coaster with my boobs here in America
1: have you heard of any milks that make your dick grow no <laughs> ask them for a friend
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if you never need tits okay just drink soy milk <laughs>
1: just yeah. soy milk and next is <laughs>
0: yeah but you know what what you said is really just go back to your point is really important because i think people will say and do things to make themselves feel better like that whole full of shit so it's like okay yeah. i'm a vegan but i also cheat on my boyfriend but it's okay that on my boyfriend because i'm saving animals like we all uh, people do all these things to make themselves feel like it's like the abortion people they're of just course. yeah they're just doing that because it's like well i'm helping this soul But they to absolve themselves from the guilt of not helping all the fucking people on the planet who need help now, like and all this, this, they're the same people who are ruining the environment. They're just making those babies be born into fucking a late, late term abortion because sure, the world's not going to survive what they're doing in the future. So it's like it's just their way of absolving their guilt and being like, I'm a Christian, I'm helping, but they're not helping the people who actually need the help. So it's just like, yeah.
1: It, you know, the weird thing is, like, I, I've traveled, I've been in many countries when I used to fight and stuff, and, and I've been to some really fucking poor areas in the world, yeah. and to the point where I was fishing, in, and there was, there's a bunch of kids waiting to see if I was going to take home the fish, and I would just feel like, there you go, lads, have it, like, and they would take the fish and would run home with it to eat, like, and then the next day, like, I would go with this guy in, in Turkey, And then you go the next day, and then there's like four more kids, and then it started to grow. And I was like, "Gee, I'm like Jesus Christ, right? Don't have that kind of fit." So my point is now, my daughter is an American, right? Born and raised here in school. She's 15, so she's all into the pronouns argument. Now, I've whatever you want to call yourself, that's fine. Like it is. I don't care if you want to if you want to transition and all that shit. You want to? That's none. That's none of my business. That's you again, not to. A famous quote, quote, I want to say in your body, your choice, do what the fuck you want with it, but don't get in my face. And I think the reason why like you haven't seen real struggle, like this is a sign that you have your life so easy that the fact that I didn't say they them is is if that's what bugs you when I'm able to watch children fight over fish that you pulled out of a shitty river. You know Mm. what I mean? Like you think if you say to them, like, oh, here's a fish, by the way, do I say him or her when I give you the fish, they don't give a shit. And it's, again, people are just like, they don't know how good they have it. Mm. And if that's the hill you're going to die on, that's your battle. That's what you're going to fight about. Then you're so lucky that that's all that's bothering you is that Mm. someone said the wrong thing to you. Like that's, if that's the thing that, that, that upsets you, then you're very lucky to be that, to be, if that's what it takes.
0: And I think I think there's like an interesting point there, because uh, when people get mad and we see this a lot with like the like, uh, you know, we're liberals, our size, uh, where it's like they shut people down and get mad at them instead of just going like, I, I for an example, I had a person who's from the South and said something about abortion. And instead of me getting mad, I was like, well, you know because they're a man and they're from a different area. And I know that they're not, they're surrounded with people who think that way. But instead I was like, well, actually, when you think about it this way, and I use things from Ireland and all the things women went through. And I was like, so I I understand that you wouldn't know that because you're not a woman or have experienced this. And he actually said afterwards, oh, I never thought about it that way. And I, I didn't know that people were going through that. And so like, I think you can, instead of attacking people be like, well, actually this is my side and this is my experience. And I think when, if you say, if you by accidentally say he or she and they just go i actually uh i personally prefer going by they, then it's like oh my god of course i'm so like and they'll be like don't even apologize that's great because my the problem with getting mad at people for saying not saying they there was a comedian and they got mad that a comedy club didn't say they okay so or they brought them up as the wrong pronoun and so and they brought them up as a he or she instead of a what they wanted let's say and so they got mad and then this comedy club kind of was like fuck and they started bringing everybody up as day but I had to ask them I, I so they brought me up as day a couple of times and I had to go back and say look I totally understand what happened and I'm sorry that what happened that happened but I'm not a day and I can't have the audience looking at me being like Oh she does look a little masculine Or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Or trying to figure out What the fuck I am And I did, you did your work Because it's yeah. It's not exactly All the way there is But it is kind of good She is right? slouching there And she's wearing that <laughs> And I wear checkered shirts And I know like I And I look I wear man shirts And that's a part of my style I'm very comfortable in that But I had to say to them I was like I'm totally fine when anybody else wanting to be referred as them but I'm a she and I'm very proud to be a she and I want to be referred to as a she cuz I don't want to have to cl- go up there and be like actually no I'm a lady or I'm a she or whatever and that's fine and I think that to uh, to appease this one person then they started calling everybody they and I and I was kind of like well I, it's it's uncomfortable for me getting up there because they are just looking at me, kind of. And now I have to kind of address that a little bit and be like, Well, you know, uh, as a lady, I am here to host the show. <laughs> 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 and I'm proud to be a woman and I'm proud to be a she and I like oh, that. So I think... I think with this situation, that person could have been like, oh, like that was really annoying or whatever. Can you call me a day from now on? And they would have been like, yeah, absolutely. And then kind of put it case by case. What
1: What did you achieve by that? Not you, but in general, by making the club, what did you achieve? Like there's nothing going on in your life that this is what you have. How about you just go up there and be fucking funny and whatever situation happened, learn. Like, here's the thing too, like comics, we can say the most horrific shit in our personal lives and then just go, "Damn, ah, I'm a comedian, I can say that, which is not, I don't always agree with, it's acceptable to say stuff, you know what I mean? Like, and go, oh, well, I'm a comedian, I can get away with it. But also, like, we we should know better than anybody that being offended is a choice. Do you know what I mean? Like, and for us to go to a club and then some of the, the MC who didn't know the rules of day them, like for him now to be chastised is the greatest crock mm-hmm. of shit ever.
0: Uh, Also, the same person who did this, he's like the loveliest human, by the way. And secondly, he's brought me up as a he twice just because I know and I never even said anything about it. Like we just I one time I just laughed it off with the audience and I was like, I guess I'm a man now. And they were laughing and it's fine. Who cares? And that's all that person probably had to do as well. And like, I just know for him, he's not a performer it's stressful bringing up people on the God, Mike, you have to do all the things. He's new enough yeah. to the club and he's such a kind like he's like one of the kindest souls. And I remember him like when he was saying it to me, he looked visibly upset. He was like, I didn't it wasn't like right. And I was like, I, I go, I don't know if you if you know this, but you've called me he three times. and I don't give a fuck. And he was like, oh, my God, and I was like, it's fine. I was like, we're all right. like, uh. but I think he's the victim of the times and it's not even his fault. I mean he's also just probably said the wrong word I say the wrong words all the time words are hard especially when you have to god mic it to a room Um, and I'll listen back to my sets and I'll be like no wonder that joke didn't work it's about a dog and I said cat why did I say you know like I mean we all just slip up but like I think you're right if you want to be called they that's totally fine a hundred percent whatever you want if you want to be called apple but just say it to people in a like, hey, I actually right. prefer and let people. Yeah. But I think we can just like educate people, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. It, it's like I was down, I was. Down, no, I, I was down in Florida recently and I went I was looking for a, a new motorcycle. So I was looking for a new Harley. So I got this huge Harley d- dealership and I go in and I'm talking to this guy and cowboy hat long hair. You know what i mean his name was bob of course it was and i asked him about a certain bike which is a harley heritage and he's like i don't have any he goes, but i ride one of those he coming to show you in the back so he brings me out to the back of of the um of the of the harley dealership right like it's like a storeroom where they have all these bikes that are not for sale and collect where sometimes like people will store their collectors bikes very vip area kind of so i go in there and he shows me his license plate now the light i can't obviously say the license plate because that would be considered doxing but in the middle of the license plate, there was numbers. There was the initials N-T-N-T, Nancy, Terry, Nancy, Terry, whatever, right? So I go, what does the N-T stand for? And he went N-word this, N-word that. And I went, all right, well, listen, you have a great day. Thanks for showing me around. Like, I really appreciate it. And I came out and I told my friend Adam and he was like, um, he goes, what happened? And I goes, I'll, I'll tell you in the car. And we got it because he didn't want to be in the earshot of talking about it. So I said it to, I told Adam what happened. And I was like, you know what offended me the most? Not what he said, because he's just ignorant and you will never change those people. Yeah. But what offended me the most was like, what about me made him think, (laughs) this guy gets it. (laughs) Like, what about, you know what I mean? To this day, Katie, I'm still going, Am I giving
0: off a vibe like? You I, do look a bit like an American soldier. <laughs> but I don't want. to. Not saying to, that American soldiers, <laughs> but you know that kind of like having. marine who might be like, ha ha ha. I don't know. I feel bad but now. I, American soldiers gonna message me and we're like, what the fuck do you think? it like, <laughs> must look like that.
1: But I just, I just like, I, I, it's still racking my brain. Like, what about me? And then, the worst thing happened. Like, then I was at the comic strip the, the following Saturday, and in between my sets at the comic strip. I go and do my first set, record the audio, and I go to Insomnia Cookies across the street. I take the cookies. I walk the five blocks down. I sit on the steps of the Met. I listen to my set, and I'll eat the cookies. So I'm sitting there by myself. This is only a few weeks back. And I see this Asian couple, and they're like, he's taking a picture of her outside the Met. She's taking a picture of him outside the Met. And I go, do you want me to take a picture of you two together? And he's like, no, dude, I'm fine. I'm like,
0: Fuck! Uh, no, no. <laughs> I like, you're Maybe so that's, old. Maybe that's what I'm
1: doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny.
1: That's so I was bad. like, god damn it. And all I, I had, like nothing but great intentions. Like, I I I wanted to help them out as a couple, but my I mind mean, was like,
0: they yeah, can't happen. You're because, probably thinking tourists from a different country where they're probably tourists from like Arkansas.
1: <laughs> right, but their tourists, that their poses were so touristy. It wasn't just like, you know, take a picture, like I'm outside the mat. It was just like Like all this, (laughs) holding up the Met and stuff. I was like, fuck me, I can't win.
0: It's (laughs) funny though, because like, obviously in that case, it could be seen as like offensive or whatever. But um, when it's done to like a white person, it's not seen as offensive. And I know that you didn't mean anything bad. And we both know that and all the listeners know that. But I I had a situation where someone did that to me. They walked up to me, spoke fluent Polish. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what you're saying. And then the guy goes, oh polish american doesn't even know her language and i was like it's not my language it's never been my language i'm not from poland i'm from ireland and he goes you have a polish face so then he walked off
1: is that is that an insult no. i don't know but that's polish what I'm are hot. but was he insulting you that's my point though like ah you no. have a polish face and walked off i
0: think it's like it's funny because you, you you like the only way i can rationalize it it's not offensive to me, because it's never been used. And you doing that, it wasn't in an offensive way. But, right, I but if it's... I
1: walked up to you, if I walked up to you not to cut you off and I said, um, oh, look at you with your big Brazilian arse, you go, Oh, thanks very much. Like <laughs> that's what I mean. So is you look at you got a Polish face. That's what I mean. Is it considered an insult or a compliment?
0: Well, no, because he's Polish. So I'm sure he just meant you think he was like pissed off or something that I'm not Polish, but I think it's like It's also that's something that I haven't grown up with that's been used against me. And I think so when you were going over there to them, they knew. But if you went over there and did it like in a rude, like where some white Americans will be like, let's say if there was an Asian person in front of them and they weren't moving fast enough, they might do that. Do you even understand me? Like move like condescending, patronizing. And that's things where that's where it pisses them off because it's like been used against them their whole life or like some rude, rude person be like, do you even speak English? And they're like, yeah, I speak better English than you. I hate when you. I see
1: that. I fucking okay. hate when I see that. So that's so like,
0: that's the difference.
1: Right. But I got a, load, a lot of friends like who are Spanish and, and Brazilian and, and, you know, and people will say something to me like, and they will communicate with you perfectly. And it's like, do you understand how hard it is to be fluent in two languages? Like give them a minute if they fucking stumble over a word, give them a second.
0: I stumble over words and English is my first
1: language. I'm I'm brutal. Like even like my wife will keep correcting me all day if she's an English major. So all day. I remember, and this is not a bit, but like, I was away in a hotel. I was like, oh, no, let's start sexting. Let's try to get that going. Right. And I was like, I was sending this thing. I was like, fucking, I want to do this to you, dad. Like you're, you're very sexy. And she writes back, it's Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, you retard. And I'm like, for fuck, like, you know,
0: in the mood though, with an English major,
1: Yeah,
0: but it's so true. Like, I mean, I'm an American, well, Irish people. And I wanted to write, I talked about it on stage last night and I do want to write a bit about it, but I hopefully I'll hopefully the Irish listeners will message me and be like if this is wrong but my theory is that we speak a bad English because good English sounds like British so we kind of sound a bit dull sometimes or we like use our own kind of makey up words or they're closer to Irish sometimes so we don't speak the same English as Americans and then Americans speak their own madey up English as well and they just drop the use and they do whatever they want and then they say oh like immigrants are speaking English so I posted that Patreon patriot joke that fucking everybody's going mental about but all of it is like no immigrants don't assimilate and it's like what do you talk like assimilate to what like what is your idea of assimilation and then secondly all of them spell their spellings are wrong so they're like you're they'll they all use your in the wrong way when they're shouting at me like you know you're like you're a bad immigrant or you're the reason and it's all wrong and I'm like you're talking about people assimilate and you're giving out that they're speaking English you don't even know how to spell English you don't even know your words like I would never give out about anybody not spelling I don't know how to spell and I would never use it against people but it's just so like the delusion and the hypocrisies is
1: yeah the the like I even like remember like you watched the, the the little mermaid and I'm a big Disney fan and it's like you want thingy bobs I've got 20 I said like, where's there N? An-? and there's a t there you totally left out the t our santa claus has come to town it's santa santi santa claus it's pick one of them it's not Santa. Yeah. like there's there's a fucking t in there and you're supposed to then yell at me that I can't talk good
0: yeah they'll like, yell at they'll like slag us then because we don't use our yeah. h in trees and it's like yeah but you also do oh god I can't even and I it's funny because that joke I posted was like a joke about how uh immigrants love America more and then the many people and I'm like saying about how all like the things yeah. I gave up to be here and stuff and the many people are like if you hate it that much then leave I'm like did you even watch the whole, do you even get the joke they won't
1: stay here I, I I've noticed and I'm so glad I went on to TikTok because if I ever do get some sort of fame and and the hateful people come out I know what they are now. So I'm not annoyed by them. I hope you're at that level too where you genuinely are not annoyed by them because I posted up three jokes now and I think the algorithm has sent me to other people, to people who like to fight. One joke is, which is still going on on my page, it's nearly 4 million views and the people are still fighting. And all I said was, I don't know if you watch watched Star Wars at all, Um, so my son said to me, why are people arguing about gun control? I was like, well, do you remember in Star Wars when Anakin Skywalker went in to the Jedi school and he did that horrible thing to all the younglings, which he goes in and he kills all a bunch of children. I go, well, now imagine half the galaxy. are trying to get rid of all the lightsabers. Um, that's what they're arguing about. Right. And it's just a fucking, not all jokes are funny. Katie, you know that we swing and we miss sometimes. I think it's a good joke and it's a good, it's true. three groups of people. If you go onto my TikTok and look at the comments, there's three people, one group are the people who love guns and they think this is the best analogy and I should run for office. No bullshit. They're duetting my video. How simple is this? This guy is a genius. The other people hate my guts because they think I'm so pro-gun. And then the third group are Star Wars fans and they're the fucking worst. They're like, well, you know, in- to get a lightsaber, you have to qualify for crystals and all. And then and the moon of Endor. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done.
0: Well, also, I, th- I took your joke. I must be an idiot next. I took your joke as like... Oh, like just basically as like, oh, yeah, they're trying to it's trying to get rid of guns off everybody. I didn't take it as you being pro-gun. But that's my point. And the good thing about like that. They really interpret what they want, don't they? They really do. And
1: it's like I put a joke about immigrants, too. I go one thing Americans hate is when immigrants tell them more about their own country. I go, for example, did you know that George Washington wasn't actually the first president? The first Mm -hmm. president was John Hansen. And like, which he was, because when they said, let's have a president, they hadn't decided yet. So they go, John Hanson, can you kind of cover things to George Washington? George Washington recognized him as the first president in all his memoirs and all his America. Like, you fucking got that wrong. He wasn't really. He was. And it's not America. It's the United States of America. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Do you say United States of America every time you talk to everybody? Where are you from? United States of America? No, you don't. You're lying.
0: Oh, I, I have a good. Uh, that's that like yeah no that reminds me as well and this isn't about America but I put up a joke about a woman saying because she was like I, I studied in Ireland or she goes I studied in the UK and I was like oh uh, where and she goes Ireland and I go Bitch. I was just like this isn't on the UK and she was like I mean Northern Ireland and I was like okay then say Northern Ireland but all right. I meant was like yeah specify because obviously to, where i grew up ireland is always referred to as the republic of ireland and right. uh and and i know northern ireland is also on ireland but when you're talking about in uk terms you would always say northern ireland right. you would never say but the amount of people are like this partitioning bitch and i'm like i'm not wanting partition. i don't care i'm just it's just a fun thing because i live i've lived here for seven and a half years and daily americans will say to me like oh you're from the uk and i'm like i'm not i'm from ireland yeah, and yeah. they don't know so it's more about this american and this one guy was like your your comedy is not good enough to be like a partisan." like i can't even say the word i don't i don't care what goes on between the north and south. whatever you guys want to do and so and then he said like something he like insulted my comedy and i couldn't help but reply but i was like uh i i i i said i clearly um what did I say? Oh, he said something about how I wish I had screenshot, but it was like you need to be careful with your your words in the future. Say Republic of Ireland because the North is on Ireland, and I replied and I said, where you know I always grew up that Ireland is a republic, and if you're going to specify in UK terms, you would say Northern Ireland. But it's I it's hip, 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 uh, hypocrit, hypocritical that you are messaging me, telling me I need to be sensitive with my words, but then also uh telling me my comedy is shit as like and he used a couple of curses and I was like why is it okay for you not to be careful with my with your words but you expect me yeah. to be and then he just never applied and I think that's the thing that they need to remember stop interpreting things and stop coming on to comedians pages like we're fucking politicians we're just having a laugh it's a joke get the fuck out of here
1: 100% and I think you you used way too many words there to say fuck off yeah, yeah no, you're that's right that's all I do I go <laughs> Oh, i let them pour their heart and soul out their misery their the fact that they go to a job that they hate your choice the fact that you're married to a fucking piece of shit your choice that your kids are ungrateful pieces of mm. shit your choice but don't come onto my page and take your anger out on me on your phone because i laugh at them i really do yeah. and because of tiktok doesn't happen on instagram instagram is is i haven't taken off on instagram but um I'm starting to go now under the school of Dave Nihil's way to run social media. Um, But uh, I find the TikTok people have prepared me for the future to realize that most people are fucking idiots. Most people out there in the world are idiots.
0: I was nervous at my patriotic joke because everybody who comments bad stuff now, I ignore a lot of it. And it's gone so far that I honestly couldn't read all the comments, even if I wanted to. But that's that's the
1: problem, too. Yeah.
0: Like, it's kind of scary because it's like they all the comments I saw, they had like guns and I was kind of like, fuck, I don't want to get like a I don't want to get in trouble if some scary like ice officer sees and b I don't want like someone to come and shoot me at a show and it's there there's so all of these people who are writing this stuff and it's funny because you had said to me like oh like it's good that you're doing stuff with Luis Gomez even though he's banned me from the podcast for a year because I slept out and missed one but in my defense they didn't remind me the day before (laughs) like I can't remember if you asked me a few days before and it was like that holiday so I I thought it was I woke up thinking it was Monday but it was actually Tuesday but like whatever that's their fault they should have reminded me but um and I could do with a break with that but so a lot of his fans who follow me, and some of them are two of them are signed up to the Patreon. So I'm obviously not talking to you, you guys. But a lot, I know this because I was seeing the comments, and I've seen them comment before, and they were all getting mad at my abortion joke and my patriotic joke, and they were getting so offended. And I was like, this is hilarious because they're the same people listening to Real Ass Podcast Legion of Skanks complaining that we can't joke about women and minorities, but then you get upset when someone makes a joke about your country. That is so hypocritical.
1: I, I, I here's the problem. Again, it's just a theory. It's not gospel. I just think that a comedy club has now become the safest place in America because you go to any job that you work in, in, if it's an office or whatever, and you have to call people like we said earlier by their pronouns and you can't say this, you're getting in trouble. So you're on edge all day, not necessarily on edge, but you're walking a line all day. You're in, you're, you're, you're kept in a box all day behaving yourself can't say this can't say that and then you come to a comedy club and the doors are locked and it's like anything goes and you can kind of un- un- unleash yourself and you can be oh yeah yeah fucking say that yeah say make fun of guns I love that but then we put it to the outside world
0: yeah
1: who are fans of comedy but they're not fan they're not they've never probably been to a comedy club in their life yeah. like they like do you know how long and many years and I've been a fan of comedy since I was five years old when I listened to Billy Connolly records And I'd never been to a comedy club until I was 22. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So these people can be diehard fans. There's enough shit on Netflix and and HBO and Showtime that can keep you into comedy for the rest of your life and never set foot into a comedy club. But people don't get the appreciation for a comedy club. And then when we project it, and we're, we're technically through the eyes of the industry as of right now, we're nobodies, right? So who are you? But if, if, if Dave Chappelle said the same thing as you said, or Louis C.K., Bill Burr, any of the greats, any of the legends said the same thing you said, it would be laughed at, or they have earned the respect to say that when really we're comedians, this is our job, this is our path, we have the fucking right to say what we want to. You have the right to just not laugh. That's Yeah, that's the you,
0: just you just scroll by. Just don't laugh. But that's the thing. It's not like me and you don't joke about minorities. We don't joke about no, no, no. Uh, uh, we don't insult. Obviously, I don't insult women. You, your comedy is never insulting women. Uh, so we make jokes about like families and stories and all that stuff. And so that's why it was crazy to me that the joke that I'm making was just a silly joke about America, a country. And that those people who are annoyed with cancel culture. And I know because you can tell by their page, yeah. the guns and all that stuff. We're so offended by that. And it's just hilarious to me that it's like okay, it, it, you, you really have to be careful. Like what you said, making a joke about guns, that should be fine. Even the people who have guns should be like, whatever, bang, bang, bang. But they get, right. it's like, it's like you're attacking their identity or something. They get it, they take it so personal. Yeah. And yeah, it's like you said, they're just taking out their shit online. But it, and,
1: and no country is without their shitty history from even the, from the people who ran it, from the people who were in it. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I just, I remember as a kid growing up, and like, you know, my dad's dead now, so I can talk shit about him. But like he was very anti-gay people and, you know, very like he he was some a bit racist, I guess. But I think I, I don't want to say all Irish people were back then. But I don't I don't want to say that because I can't assume that they were. You know what I mean? But like I had the choice then to not participate in that. Right. So my point is that you grew up. Like, no country is without with the people in it. Even like so, even these people who are defending America, we make a joke about our observation, but things we see you can't. You can't speak for me about what I see, how I see things. It's not your place to tell me that. So I have the option to go all people in Ireland are like this fucking idiot who was kind of Mm -hmm. saying all that shit. Or, Or I can go, you know what, that's just him based on his struggle, his life, his opinion. So I just think every country and then for these guys to come back and defend their own country, which is great. You should defend your country. People should be proud of where they're from. There's a lot of that going on where you're not allowed to be happy where you're from. Be fucking happy where you're from. Be proud of where you're from. But like, you can't judge anyone else and assuming that you're come from this squeaky clean country and you yourself is without sin. So you can go ahead and fucking cast the first stone. Nobody can in any country.
0: Yeah. And it's also like, no, it's a joke. You don't need to come on and be like, oh, she fell from a country, which is hilarious. I'd love to fall from that tree. And I did fall from a country. So he's not wrong. Um, and then uh, or like, you know, to feel so attacked when you need to know it says comedy and I'm yeah, yeah, and even and, and also just like get the joke because it's like you know, right? But it, but I mean, they just interpret it. And then, um, there was something you said there that I thought was really interesting. Oh, because you're right about Ireland, I would never say Ireland's perfect. Ireland, like, after you know, getting independence from the Brits, turned super misogynistic. Like, oh, you, know, you all of a sudden yeah. you invited the Catholic Church in, all those things that happened to those women, those unmarried women oh if you get married you couldn't work like I mean women suffered a lot after that so like you have to know like and like our country's getting better because they recognize a lot of that and they still have oh. a lot of work to do but it's like yeah yeah oh but they're just so um, brainwashed here you know like someone wrote underneath my post "Healthcare is not a right what are you talking about what do you yeah. think you're paying your taxes like that's madness
1: the, 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 yeah and again it's it's they're judging everybody else based on their situation like right? they have it so good and they don't really like i here's the thing about to go back to what i said about that guy the the, the, the harley dealership that that guy who was racist i knew a racism existed in america right Because as, as it exists in every country but never thought it was bad right because i couldn't understand it being bad because it, Every person I hang around with in the city, let them be black comics, Spanish comics, Asian comics, the audience to come up afterwards and they're high five and hugging and sit down. Yeah, join us at the table. So I'm like, I don't see this racism everyone's talking about. But then when you go down south and you, like that guy was so like he went to the DMV and filled out those forms, got online like he really wanted that license plate. So for me to be kind of a little bit naive to think that like that, that racism doesn't exist as bad as people are saying it is when really there are parts of the country where it fucking is because like, that guy existed, that guy mm-hmm. went like he got that, that's, that's what he means. And I told my, my friend, you know, Mike Britt. Um, yeah. So I told Mike Britt this story and I just remember like, he was kind of laughing along the way too, but he was like, do you see what I'm talking about though? Like it does. And I could tell I really hit a nerve with him. You know what I mean? And Mike is one of the nicest guys, one of the funniest guys, and he doesn't look like he's offended, but like that story kind of hurt his feelings yeah. to know that, that it goes on. So when these people go, it's all fucking, there's nothing wrong with healthcare, whatever their argument is, whatever hill they're going to die on, you're looking at it from your perspective. You're not looking at it from somebody else who genuinely maybe their life was saved by a gun, right? Maybe someone genuinely needed an abortion, because of a health issue or maybe the other side of that that they were with a girl they wanted the kid so bad and then she said fuck it I'm gonna go get rid of this kid so it's really about your perspective of what way you're looking at the problem yeah do you know what I mean and and people just will shit on you like they'll shit on your comedy because it's not what they it's not what they agree with bless you it's not what they agree with you know what I mean it's like Star Wars what you insulted Star Wars go fuck yourself
0: yeah and I think um and that's the thing with comedy now we're seeing how easily no matter what like I could get and put up a joke about oranges and people would be like fuck you an orange killed my granny in 74 <laughs> and you're like what I mean it's getting so personal um and I think what you said about racism is a good point because you know we'll never understand it because we're just not that person do you know I'm not I'm not a person who grew up here asian sure in school, having people do the accent at me you know um whatever uh or whatever they experienced during COVID because I'm not that person and it's the same with men right. and men like I'll have a ton of guy friends be like no I I I, men don't assault that much men don't do this and it's like we are not you don't experience it because you're not you're not a woman walking home at night you're not a woman Please. who's been assaulted you're not a. and so then when you start to explain it they're like oh my gosh I had no idea and it's like until you're actually the person yeah it's it's so hard like on that will that we'll never understand and i think that's really just go to a gym
1: and watch the average woman working out and the amount of fucking creeps staring at her not like i'll see a good looking girl i go one two three i saw that that's in my mind now that's but these other guys will just fucking focus like they're trying to will her clothes off with their minds Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 embarrassing, it's scary. But again, look at to go back to your point not to get too serious on it, but it's like they're coming at this from whatever their perspective is, whatever their, how their problems affecting them. If you like, you said, the bag of oranges or whatever, mm. the oranges, it's like, you can't, you can't win. But I, I don't believe in censoring myself. Like, I'm not going to force myself to be an edgy comic just to piss people off. Yeah, but if I do no. want to tell a joke, like I'm telling a joke now, that's pretty edgy. Really? Um, it just came up very natural. Uh, it's a true story. And in the heat of the moment, I said something because I grew up horrible depression as a kid like i didn't know what depression was and what i would do was like whenever something horrible happened i would immediately just flick the switch and make it into a joke and that's even though i don't find what's happening funny i would immediately tell like i remember in school do you remember dumb when that happened in scotland no so in we were in school and tim galvin the principal came in he goes lads look i just want to tell you it was on the news like we were just i can't remember how old i was maybe 10. And it was around October, November it happened, in, and this guy went into Scotland. this is how the, the, the UK, I think lost all their guns. And he said this guy went into a primary school and shot and killed a bunch of children. Jeez. And the principal came into our class and told us, and I was in the top row because I was a mouthpiece, and the teacher wanted to keep an eye on me. I was in the front two tables with Jason Kehoe. And the second, he said that, I immediately went, and all these people got shot because you're a child, you don't what you could shoot a child. Never heard of that ever ever I'm not on television not in a movie back then you never heard of that and he said a guy went in he shot and killed I think 14 children in in Scotland and I immediately went well it looks like Santa will be around earlier this year then um horrible joke right horrible disgust it's a bit funny but that's the way my switch so I, I don't do that but I might do that in my daily life around my friends who know who I really am like I'm not going to walk up to an old woman on the street and go hey look at that person in a wheelchair right <laughs> you know what I mean um and of course you don't mean it, but like, so I'm telling a joke about, I'm not going to give it away, of course, but I'm going to, I'm telling this joke about something that happened. And again, it was like that, my response and it's doing well in the club, but I'm not going to go out of my way to be an edgy comic. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And if, like you said, abortion happens to come across my mind and my pen goes that way. If gun control goes across that way, pronouns, whatever the fuck it is, the price of oranges, I'm not going to not say it because, oh, I don't want to say that because this person might be in the room or they, this might get leaked out online because I know where I'm coming from. I'm coming from a place of humor and I'm not going to bend myself just because the crowd don't understand where I'm coming from. That's, and that's just, that's just who I am. So I kind of think all comics should have that approach.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think as well, like cause I had a clip and I was like, it got completely misinterpreted and I was kind of thinking this is a few years ago and I was thinking, should I take it down? And then I kind of thought, no, because if anything ever, co- like if I did get famous and I, you know, like, I mean, I feel like in America I would have had to do it five years ago since they love children over here. But I mean, right. if I did get successful and that came out, I know that I can say, that's fine that you interpret it that way. That's not what I meant. And I stand right. by it. So, cause if you once to- and it was the same with the Northern Ireland thing. I was kind of like, I'm not going to delete it. Even though everybody's getting mad, I'm not deleting it because that's not what I meant. Right. I did not mean well, that the North is not part of Ireland. Get the fuck out of here! I think the North is beautiful. I think certain parts of are it. more I've beautiful than the South. have got friends up there.
1: It's the dumbest shit. Yeah, All is a rock. The whole island is a rock. And someone decided to draw an imaginary line across and said, "That's theirs. This is ours." Just stop it. Yeah, and weird. no
0: matter whatever Northerner wants to be part of the UK, wants to be part of the South, wants to be on their own. That I'm. I didn't live in the North. That has nothing to do with me. That's not what I meant. And so I'm just kind of like, yeah. If it ever came up and someone said it in like a thing, I'll be like. I stand by it Because that's not It's just interpreted I do want to come back to Before you go And I know I've taken up So much of your time But you said you were a fighter
1: Yeah I used to I was a kickboxer Back in Ireland Few, few, few few belts And gold medals And stuff Back in the day That was a lifetime ago That was a lifetime ago
0: And then did you come Um, to America For boxing Yeah
1: I came to to America When I was 27 Um, uh, Was I 27
0: When you came to America You were 27
1: Yeah I'm 45 so,
0: wow.
1: you know, people say when you're 45, like I remember I was, where, who was I with? Uh, you, did you, come, you didn't come to Boston with us, did you that time? No. So we we're, we're, were in the green room, me, me, Dave and Sean, Sean Finnerty. And we were we were talking some guy at the owner of the Boston was sitting there, Boston Comedy Club, and he said, How old are you? And I said, I'm 45. He goes, Wow, you look great. And Sean was like, Jesus, Mick, I'm so sorry. Like about an hour later, he goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, Why? He goes, Because like I was talking to you like you were a young guy. I should (laughs) have been giving you more respect. I'm like, would you fuck off? (laughs)
0: That's so funny. He's such a traditional country man, country Irishman. (laughs) He's like,
1: Well, yeah, I I used I used to fight and then I just kind of stopped doing it. Um, and then when I, I moved over here, then when I was 27. And then I uh, I started comedy uh, before I turned just as I was about to turn 30 because I wanted to always try it. I said, fuck it. If I don't do it at this landmark, this milestone in your life, then you're not going to ever do it. And I just did it. I said, I'll do it once. And here I am 15 years later.
0: And where did you do Where was your first open mic?
1: Governors on Long Island. I took a class.
0: Oh, oh I wow. And you headline there now. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I headlined there a lot. And it's uh, yeah, I t- I took a comedy class there. It's the, it's the weirdest thing
0: the comedy class yeah I can yeah, imagine.
1: it's good it's good and it's bad like because if you if you went I don't know if you how you started you probably went to an open mic did you yeah how did you do your first time did you bomb or did you do okay or did you do really well
0: well no the first time was there was a show where they let audience members get up and tell a joke but I'd been going to that show for maybe like two months kind of sussing it out and then I was like fuck it I'll go up but I just told like a little story and I yeah. did and I like the host was like oh so how long have you been doing comedy and I was like what do you mean and he was like oh you were actually an audience member and I was like yeah and he goes no audience members do this open micers come up and do the like audience member part and he was like oh you should start doing open mics and I was like okay so then I did the next night but because it was like there was no pressure at that show it was just me doing I never thought I was going to be a comedian but the next night when I did at the open mic I don't even remember it was like I blacked out like for the first six months it feels like I and I was doing a lot I was doing like three open mics a night I got the bug very quickly I started a show Two months yeah. into comedy that I still have, but when I look back, it was all so much adrenaline, um, and I was talking so fast and with an Irish accent that I think they were like, "We don't even know what she's saying, but we're going to just like laugh at this."
1: <laughs> no, no, that's like I, I, I took a class, and I, I think I, I commend open micers who started the open mic, like I a bunch of comic friends. I don't know anyone. Jessica Kirsten I think, is the only one I know, um, like I know personally, uh, I know Anthony Jeselnik took, but I don't really know Anthony, um, but I know Jessica very well. She took a comedy class, and I think. If I, I had the safety of a comedy class, I had eight weeks to prepare a seven minute set. And you learn the things about take the mic out and you know, like don't yeah. look, you know, the things that you would have. And I feel if I'd went to an open mic just to try it, and I think because I didn't learn how to prepare a set, I think I would have bombed. Uh, and then I was like, Well, I tried it because I, you know what I mean? Like, and I would have I would have walked away. So I think for me, the class, it kind of kept me disciplined. Like I my wife bought the ticket. She bought the class. And I was like, you know what? It's eight weeks. I might as well. I can't not go for her. She bought the ticket. So I had to see it through. Um, but I think if I didn't see it through like that, I probably wouldn't be wouldn't be doing it.
0: And then was she like happy the way it's all worked out? Because like, that's amazing. She's like, you know.
1: Yeah, we, we, we struggled for a while um, because I would be on the road a lot. And we had two kids and stuff. And like, if my weekend was open, cause I used to hang out with old school comics, like Joey Cola and, the, you know, Adam Ferrara, those old school guys. And they were like, you got to go on the road and you got to take every gig and blah, blah, blah. And I realized that shit, like you don't have to take every gig, yeah. you know? Like, so I would look at my calendar. So let's say if it was a weekend, like this weekend in July, I was off this weekend. And normally I would panic on that booked. Let me go take any shitty gig. And I'd be away from, but I said, you know what? Now, so for the longest time I did that, which put a lot of pressure on my wife, my, you know, she's home with the kids and whatever. And I would come home with fucking $200, which is a waste of time. Like, why did I go away for a weekend for $200? Now, if I look at my calendar and it's open, I'll go, I'll sit at home. I'll sit here. We'll eat, we ate ice cream last night. We watched a movie and it's the best time. And now I, I fell back in love with stand up again because it wasn't as the hard work. Now I truly enjoy it. I truly enjoy the hard work now. Bet, instead of getting to a car for fucking four hours dealing with a shitty comedy club, bombing in a shitty town, spending the next day in a shitty town, driving all the way back and giving, handing over $200. Like, yeah, that's what it costs for me to leave you alone with these two. And did I get any better? No, because I didn't, because I wasn't happy on stage and that I didn't learn anything from it. But now I fuck, I love it. I love it. I'm, you know, I'm up to crack at dawn I'm writing, I'm social media and I'm, I'm back on, I'm editing, uh, Trying new jokes out constantly, and it's like I'm I'm at the best now I've ever been, and I'm enjoying it more than I've ever, even since when I started.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important what you said, and I think people in other jobs can um, learn from that too. And I think that's what the pandemic taught me because before the pandemic, I had like three jobs, yeah, two and stand up and doing the podcasts, and I I was burnt out, but. I think you like it's really important to take breaks and not to overdo it and there's this whole grind mentality especially in New York and I think for Irish people too because hard working is a big part of our identity and I think we all need to learn to relax a bit and like it's funny because when I go home it is kind of nice that like Sundays are a bit more of a chill day but even with my family I'd still see like my dad being like oh well I'm like I'm off I gotta go and plant potatoes I'm like just fucking relax just watch tv and it's um yeah it's really important I took a week off there and then uh, because I was on the cruise and then Friday night I was just like running the longer set to get ready for the album but I was like oh I felt like the best I've felt in a long time doing comedy because I felt so like fresh and like relaxed and like wanting to tell these stories and I hadn't told them in a week so it was like exciting and I think yeah and I just spent a great time with my boyfriend and it's like, yeah, you forget, you can get, it's a drug and you can get really addicted. And I think a lot of yeah. people and other, I had a friend who was an accountant who would work here till like 11 PM each night. And I was kind of like, what's the point of being in New York if you're not gonna, like you're exhausted. And anyway, she moved yeah. to London and now she just works till five and she's delighted.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, I think too, like that, that you, the, if you, if you don't take time off, you're too, you're too close to the joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're too close to it and you can't see the forest past the trees. So like, I think if you step back and kind of have a fresh set of ears to listen to your set again, you know, when you take some time off and, and also like, I think Jim Brewer told me, I think it was like that, if you don't like, cause you go to the city, right? And I love, I love going to the city, but if you go into the kind of like the open mics and that kind of stuff, you listen to what they're talking about, you, they, you can tell they're writing. And I'm not saying they're not funny. They're, there's some of them are fucking hilarious, but they're writing what they know about. Yeah, I was on the subway today. Hey, isn't my apartment small? I saw mm. this commercial on TV. I walk we dogs. We this, serial is that. You walk dogs, right? So it's, and it's nothing to them. They can only write what's within their world. And if you don't go out and live your life, like you said, go on a cruise, whatever, and just watch people and go to islands and stuff. Like if I don't take my kids off to an arcade and play a pinball machine or go to a museum or something, like if I don't do these things, I'm not pulling from real life. You mm. know what I mean? Then what happens? I'm going to turn on TV here come my jokes on politics because that's all I've been consuming all day long, you know. And oh, then you become dead, right? person, you know. Then you become the person who's political, and you've divided your audience immediately in half. You've lost half of them, yeah. you know. So you got to live your life. You got to take time away from it, step back, and just enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Where can people find you? Uh,
1: well, I'm on uh, the only thing I'm on is Instagram and TikTok, which is Mick Thomas Comedy, and then my podcast, Cheaper Than Therapies, wherever you get podcasts from.
0: Great. Where are you from in Ireland?
1: Wexford. Wexford oh, boy. Yellow Belly.
0: That where the two Johnny's are from? No, I don't think so. Oh, I think they're Waterford.
1: Yeah, yeah, Waterford yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. See that? That's the that's the equivalent of the UK. <laughs> I,
0: know. I know. They're gonna they're gonna block me. <laughs> no, they'll never. They don't listen to this. <laughs> but um. <laughs> No, this is great. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, oh, thanks for having me. I love being on. Great. Everybody go follow. And thanks to the shift listeners. And okay. Thanks so much, mate. You're the best.
1: All right. We'll see you again. Bye bye.
0: Hold up.